call in tonight we are live as we almost always are and that number is 727-441-3000 if you'd like to call in and make a comment or ask a question we are on part three of developing healthy relationships a series we started a few weeks back and excited to continue it and why are we doing a series like this dr angel why why (laughs) who needs a healthy relationship right well, you know, healthy relationships are a part of just overall life satisfaction. And, you know, we feel content when we have healthy relationships. We have a good support system. It gives us resilience against stress and depression yes. and anxiety. Yes. And so healthy relationships are really important. So being a Ph.D. and a licensed mental health counselor that you are and now in private practice, tell us how often are we as humanity in healthy relationships is this a problem oh it's a big problem it's in a fact big problem. relationship conflicts is one of the number one things that kind of drive people in to seeking help or oh, getting yeah. you know therapy right. because it causes a lot of stress when sure there's an unhealthy relationship or you know significant conflicts and so it does it like we we lose we don't have the support we have extra stress we feel shame or guilt or over responsibility so like it just messes with our whole quality of life oh it does it does it does we're gonna kind of talk a little bit about boundary setting in our discussion of healthy relationships and today i went back on our website goyard2014 at gmail.com i'm going to tell you that one more time goyard2014 at gmail.com and that would be our email address not our website that would be wouldn't it (laughs) (laughs) i've had a lot going on today goyard2014 Yes. That's the website, O-R-G. Okay, check that out because we have a lot of our shows on our website. And we have a five-part five series, believe it or not, on boundary setting from February the 21st of last year, 2019, through March 21st. So there were five shows there that we did. Why would they want to check those out? Because those are amazing shows on really developing personal boundaries we go really in depth like this this show is going to kind of skirt over some big issues but that really goes in depth of what they look like what it doesn't look like how do we develop it how do we use them how it improves our life and our relationships exactly so and and probably of all the feedback we've had in five and a half years of doing the show which we are grateful to be on this air air and this uh, station five and a half years already. Uh, Boundary setting, we did a series on that the first year we were on the radio, right? Mm -hmm. And that has been the most requested topic. It has been. It really has been. People comment on it all the time. So uh, check that out. I'll give you those dates again. It is on our website. I'm going to get it right this time. Goyard2014.org, O-R-G. Go there. Go to the show's from February the 21st through March the 21st of 2019. That is a fresh five-part boundary-setting set of shows. And uh, excellent, by the way, as I remember. (laughs) But we always say that about our stuff, right? So give us a quick summary about what we're talking about with healthy relationships and how self-esteem plays a part in a healthy relationship. We've been talking about that a lot the last two weeks. This is part three of developing healthy relationships. Go. Sure. So we've really been examining the relationship between self-esteem and personal boundaries. And part of that is research has demonstrated that self-esteem makes or breaks relationships. So the healthier our self-esteem and our 
personal boundaries go hand in hand with that, the more satisfaction we experience in our relationships. And then on the converse, lower our self-esteem is, the more um, our relationships are not satisfactory for us. And Exactly right. And we have been saying, hey, this could be family relationships, work relationships, friends, whatever. Romantic, yes. But tonight we're going to drill down into the uh, romantic relationship type type of relationship because we don't do shows on that very often but this is a a common situation with a lot of people in their lives and we are we are stipulating tonight i sound like an attorney how low self-esteem negatively impacts romantic relationships comment on that if you will and why can that be and why isn't it just a low self-esteem somebody comes along meets every need they're perfect everything's fine i no longer have low self-esteem huh is that how it works that is not how it works because remember when we talked about self-esteem let we need to go back and define what we're saying Go right ahead our You're self-esteem the is expert. our opinion about ourself uh-huh. it is the valuation of our worth as a person and what i believe i deserve out of life okay. so my self-esteem can't come from another person thinking i'm great or wonderful it comes from within inside of me exactly but how many people have that whole thing wrong Oh, that a lot of people do. A lot of people are looking for those, or especially in romantic relationships, they're looking for that person to fill all those gaps and meet all those needs of their inadequacies or their shortcomings or what they think is wrong with them. Or they will say things like, "I'm just half of a person without the the my other half, my soulmate." Do you want to comment on soulmate, by the way? Oh, wow, you're really throwing a big one at me well, for a Thursday night. Well, I mean, night. seriously, because you hear this all the time. Oh, that person's my side man, my soulmate. And three weeks later, they're not, they're broken up. Yeah, so it's totally an overused term. It, it is. It's used it, it, to, it actually drives me crazy. It does drive me crazy. And I think it's used, especially in pop culture, to kind of define this perfect fit for someone. <laughs> and when you're putting two humans together, there is no such thing as a perfect fit. Like, That's we're individuals. True. And no, we aren't, exactly. yeah. you know, we might have a lot of great things we might be compatible but give those relationships time to develop right like in two three weeks you are not going to be able to identify oh, if this relationship soulmate. is a good fit for you what does soulmate mean anyway because in the bible we define spirit as your heart soul mm-hmm. as your mind your will and your emotions right your mm-hmm. physical body is your body so I, I would think that your soul has to do with your emotions, your mind, that you think alike, that right. you that you're on the same page, quote unquote, right? And I think that's what pop culture's utilizing for that term soulmate. They're looking for this person that, you know, your soul I think they're it's like a puzzle. You know, you see a puzzle piece and it's got the little knots. Oh, yeah. All right. right. So they're yeah. looking as a soulmate as that perfect per, right. the other piece of that puzzle that fit perfectly. So that would insinuate or it would make you think that if you find that right person everything is going to be great exactly perfect happily ever after happily ever after and there's no such thing all relationships oh my gosh you're just work. bursting my bubble there's no such thing no we were lied to <laughs> all those princesses lied to us there is no such thing and that's because relationships take right yeah i mean but that was perfect but go ahead no they take work and so we need to engage in relationships out of our abundance not out of our lack oh i so agree and do you want to explain that further because i don't think most people uh figure that out or understand that no they do not so most people when they're looking for relationships they're looking for someone to fill what they're missing so they're looking for that puzzle piece so to speak yes but those aren't become unhealthy relationships they're not good they're not functioning right um when we are looking for relationships out of our abundance that means i am enough by myself exactly yes and now you it's my extra i can share with another person yes absolutely and not that you have to have somebody with you all the time. Are you in this culture right now? It seems to me like most people feel like they have to have that that perfect person in their life, their mate, their spouse, whatever they. And they be. have to be connected like constantly and right. texting well, or texting calling and, oh or my gosh. being together oh. or and the number of people who get into relationships to believe that they kind of 
don't need to have their friends in their life anymore. Right. Like that they start happens. isolating. Yes. It happens yes. so often. Yes. And so we're going to talk about that needy person. I'm going to call them a needy person, a person with a low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. If you missed part one and part two of this series, you need to go back and listen to it. You can do that. And we are, by the way, on YouTube right now. The easiest way for you to get listen, YouTube slash Tantalk Radio slash Go Yard. And if you are listening right now, you can flip over to YouTube by going to YouTube slash Tantalk Radio slash live. Right? So you can hit... Last week, they, they are on there by date. So last Thursday night and the week before, because we talked both times. Uh, la- the first time we talked about characteristics of a good self-esteem, yes. right? And then we talked about low self-esteem. So um, how does low self-esteem negatively impact romantic relationships, Dr. Angel? Well, last week we kind of started on this, so I just want to give a quick snippet of what we introduced last week. We talked about individuals with low self-esteem tending to be controlling in their relationships or interfering where they're constantly texting or calling or trying to interfere when they're with other people or at work or when there's separation. Uh, They may be manipulative when we have low self-esteem because we... We have our time with separation when we don't believe we're enough and we need this person to make us feel loved or valuable exactly. or special. So when they're apart from us, we feel miserable. And so right. they press. Right. So we start they start doing things to kind of keep that person close to them as they can. And so they do that through constant texting all day long. I mean, before our phones, life was a little different. There were regular phone calls and things like that. (laughs) But it wasn't like it is now with this preoccupation with constant contact. You know what I mean? Yes. I mean, I have worked with uh, people who have lost their job because they had to have constant contact with the person they were dating. So all day long, there's texts. Mm-hmm. And like they were so distracted with these right. texts that, right. or whatever it was coming across, that they lost their job. Yeah. And so if you are one of these that when you get in a romantic relationship, you have to have constant contact, that is a sign of low self-esteem on your part. Yes. Exactly, right? That's yes, what we're trying to say. because all healthy relationships have separate time and then they have time of togetherness and you are still an individual when you're in a healthy relationship and so fostering your individual self and relationships are important too Um, we also talked about last week how individuals with low self-esteem tend to experience jealousy um, often when their partner uh, gives time and attention to others which it could be a person a football game uh, you know anything other than that person so they kind of try to smother. Oh, my gosh. I've seen this through the years as a pastor, seen it in people's relationships, had people try to do that to me. and It is not comfortable because when you're the victim of jealousy and people are like, well, you know, oh, they've got to find out where you are all the time and who they're talk- you're talking to and blah, 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 blah. It's it's very um, enslaving. It's it very, really is. Um, that's not the word I'm looking for. But no, but it is enslaving because yeah, you are smothered, and you know smothering. Oh, it really gosh. is smothering, and I am definitely one of these people who I am not. I do not believe you need to share your passwords with your significant other. Oh my other. gosh, no. Why are you not that kind because of person? If you, because I'll just give you the other side of the argument that I've heard with people. Okay. Okay, and then you explain it to me of why you think that. I've heard people, well, if they really love me, they would share their password. Uh, what are they hiding? What? Well, I can't believe that. They must be hiding something. They don't want me to see that, what they're hiding, blah, blah. So I am going to address this in two ways. First of all, when I have a healthy self-esteem and I believe I have value and I know who I am, then I am in my relationships out of my abundance. Then they're built on trust. Ah, trust. And so when I am in a really, so if I do not trust the person I am with, getting their passwords is not going to fix that problem because there's so many ways to circumnavigate that. Anyway, you have no business to be in someone else's phone. I mean, you're a partner's phone. If you have kids, that's different. But you shouldn't know their email passwords or social media passwords. I mean, you see people that they have to check on everything. Well, you don't have a relationship. Well, there's no when trust. You have to do that. There's, there's no, no trust. trust. Without trust, you have. But, but the argument there that I've heard many times is, well, if they don't want to share it with me, that tells me they're guilty of something. 
Well, that tells me that you have baggage from your past that you have not dealt with. Don't say you to me. Because I'm not I saying you to, you to me. But that just that's right. talking about exactly. unresolved it baggage. Is. It is. And so people have to be free to be who they are. Yes. Right? And because most people, if they're in a relationship, they are working in separate places. And with this day and age, sometimes they work at home. That's totally different. But we're talking about if you work out in the in the workplace, you're going to have lunch with a friend. You're going to go here. You're going to go there. You're going to want to go out with your girlfriends, quote, unquote, or, or the guys for sure. a night of football or whatever the case may be. And when you're in a relationship that strangles that, it is so unhealthy. It really is. And, you know, and people, they're just... They don't last or unless both people are unhealthy and they may last but be super unhealthy together. And so right. it's just that's a huge sign of low self-esteem when we do those things. Um, individuals with low self-esteem are quick to say I love you mm-hmm. in relationships. And they often feel hurt or offended if the other person doesn't reciprocate. Oh, yeah. I've heard some of my friends re- refer to that as, well, they didn't say the L word. So the <laughs> L word is love? Oh, okay. So um, I've heard the same. Have you? Yes. Well, I think it started with that series that came out, I don't know, yeah, 15 but, years ago. Yeah. And then everyone started referring to it as the L word. But it, but now they refer to it as love. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But they're saying it that yeah. way. But And they are. you know. And true love takes time to develop. Right. It does. And yes. because it develops through trust. Love is an action. It's what you do. Exactly. But but the rest of this concept about saying I love you is that a lot of people feel hurt and offended if, if their partner or whoever they're dating doesn't say that within a specific period of time that they have preset in their mind. Oh, yes. Oh, if they haven't told me within four weeks. Four weeks, two weeks, one week, whatever. Whatever it is, yes. And that's not healthy. That tells me you you need that reassurance to make yourself feel like you have value. Exactly, because how can you know, quote, unquote, I mean, there's like, there's love, there's romantic love, there's all kinds Mm -hmm. of love, right? But how can you know that in a short time? You don't know someone in two weeks. You don't know someone in one week or five weeks or five months usually. True. It's like six months or more. What does research say on that, doctor? Wow, you're throwing. I don't. I do not I, I have know. the exact research in no, front of me. No, but I mean, but, just off the top of your head. Well, and off the top of my head, yeah, it takes time to develop that, and, and most relationships break up before the six month. Exactly. So mark. that's what so I was go- getting at. Sitting that's what in I it, heard. and trust yeah. takes time to build. Yes, it does. And with trust is how love can really develop. So most people just throw that word around like it's nothing, right? And they use it to manipulate someone into sex or someone into letting them live right. with them or whatever it is that they they need. And yes. So if you need someone to say, I love you, or you feel like you have this preset time that a relationship should get to there, that mm-hmm. is the flag that you have low self-esteem. And yeah. you need to work on feeling and knowing your value in yourself. Well, a lot of people with low self-esteem want to be the most important person in oh, yes. their partner's life. That's very true. And where the problem comes in this day and age is so many people are divorced. Yes. And when they are divorced, they are, there's been a split, there's kids, whatever. And the kids still remain, should still remain in that place of very much importance in that person's life because this new person they're dating those kids are not his or hers or whatever, Correct. right? You want to comment on all that? You know what I'm trying to say? I absolutely know what you're saying. And you're right. And so often when we see these relationships, especially when these kids are still living at home, that the person dating puts the dating person higher priority oh, than over yeah. their kids, which the just time. causes so much problems. It's all so unhealthy. And like you, if you're healthy, you respect that those biological, those children come First, yes, because they're children, and that's what children are. Um, they should be coming first over dating relationships. But I've heard people sit in my counseling office and oh, say yes. the person I'm dating says that I have to come first, or she or he has to come first, and that they don't like it when I take calls from my kids. Have you ever oh, heard that? Oh, yes, in counseling. I've heard that. Or I don't like how how you know I 
how long it takes. They don't like how long it takes for me to tuck them into bed at night or, or how much time I spend with them or whatever. That is huge red so flag. unhealthy. Really unhealthy <laughs> because, first of all, no relationship should dictate your relationship with your children. Period. I don't care if they're adults or children. Like that, those are, that's your blood. Right. And no partner has the right to dictate that relationship. Audience, we know we're getting into some heavy duty weeds here, but we are also dealing with some very important aspects of developing a healthy relationship. Perhaps you're relating to some of the things we're saying right here. And if so, get a pen and write it down that one of the things you've got to do is keep a very good balance in a new relationship with your existing children, grandchildren, whatever it might be. Sure, absolutely. And you know, that balance is really important. And what happens is, is that balance goes bye-bye. Usually when people who have low self-esteem or get into a new relationship, then all their time goes into this new relationship and anything outside that, if it's their kids, their friends, their family, whatever, kind of takes the backseat. Well, it's because they're trying their best to put their best foot forward It's this new person and let that new person know that they're going to have their time and their attention and, and yes, they are all this and a bag of chips, right? Oh, when yes. reality is that most people in this day and age, oh, no, I won't say most, a lot of people, 50-some percent or more, I don't even know what the number is anymore, are divorced. Sure. There's a lot of divorced people or people who never married and have children. And have and children. Exactly. Absolutely. And so, so it's going to be a problem for a lot of people. Yes. Yeah. And, and healthy people, people with healthy self-esteem know where their priorities lay because they have right. healthier boundaries. Right. You know, those go so close hand in hand. And so absolutely, that's important. So when you put an emphasis on, well, I don't like it when you take a call when I'm with you. You know, I don't want you to just let it go to voicemail. And sometimes the person knows, hey, no, I was waiting on that call. I need to talk to my son about this or my daughter or whatever the case may be. How should they handle that? Well, that's a boundary that you need to set because yes, there's a boundary. You you need and you need to make those boundaries clear. Like my kids, I don't care what time of day they call or when they call. Like if outside of being seriously like in a counseling session or on a right. stage training, I take their call. Exactly. I don't care what's going on because they don't. You know, they are a priority to me. Well, of course, they should and be. And so, but. With that spoken, if I'm waiting for a special phone call and I'm with someone, I'll take it. Otherwise, most of the time, you know, I respect and be with the person I'm with. But no one should get to dictate to that to you. That's your own boundaries. That's right. You have to establish those for yourself. But just know that if you put the person you're dating ahead of your children and grandchildren, whatever, consistently, you're going to have family problems. Oh, you're going to have all kinds of problems. There's going to be all kinds of stuff. We got to go to break. And don't go anywhere. Get a pen because we got more we want to tell you tonight on Go Yard. You know the bed feels warmer. Sleeping here alone You know I dream in color And do the things I want You think you got the best of me Think you've had the last laugh Bet you think that everything good is gone Think you left me broken down Think that I'll come on and back Maybe you don't know me cause you're dead wrong What doesn't kill you makes you stronger Stand a little taller Doesn't mean I'm lonely when I'm alone What doesn't kill you makes a fire What's that fever lighter? Doesn't mean I'm Entertaining and informative radio for the Sunshine State. Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. 
Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. This is the Tan Talk Radio Network. Welcome back to the second half of Go Yard. Tonight, part three, developing healthy relationships with Dr. Angel and me, Mama Mac. And we're glad you're with us, and we love doing this show. And this series is interesting because I think it affects almost every listener in one way or another. I think so. It's, a, it's really can be helpful. Yes. Again, we remind you, go to YouTube slash Tan Talk Radio slash Go Yard and then look for the date of shows that you've missed or catch podcasts right here, tantalknetwork.com. If you go to podcast, you would go to the podcast tab and go down to Go Yard and find shows. So um, we really want people to, to know that there's they're out there. And yes. on our website, which I said wrongly earlier, you corrected <laughs> me and I'm still mad at you for about that. Go Yard. <laughs> 2014.org is our website. You can catch shows there, too. So um, that we are talking about how low self-esteem negatively impacts romantic relationships. Yes. Now we're talking about romantic relationships, honing in on those. Not We've been talking about friends and family and whatever, but tonight we want to really tackle this situation um, and just give them a – we talked about jealousy – uh, we, what else do we talk about? Saying the I love you too Controlling and saying I love you too quick and um, wanting to be the most important person in their life. Right. And now we're going to say individuals with low self-esteem have poor conflict resolution skills and may avoid conflict or overreact when okay, there's Okay, you want to explain all that? Sure. So when I have low self-esteem and my self-esteem, my value is dependent on what you think of me, then I am not going to want to have a conflict with you because then my value goes down, right? So when there's things that I might not agree with you on or things we might see different, I might just be quiet and Mm -hmm. take it. Or if you do something to hurt my feelings, I won't say something. And then we have this built-in resentments happening that happens i think to so many people in their relationships you know they're so afraid of it going bad so they don't they just oh i hate that okay that creeps me out but i'm not gonna say anything i'm not gonna say anything exactly they're not addressing you know healthy relationships address conflict as it comes up or the other thing they do is if that happens they have this overreacting now they're crying and they're hysterical now the other person's (laughs) coming in to apologize and comfort (laughs) them and no that's not what i meant to you know and so you'll see two ends of that either this avoidance or this over dramatized reaction whoa oh wow but healthy so that's low self-esteem people with healthy self-esteem can sit down and say hey when you said that that really hurt my feelings like they can talk about that and they address it we've used that many times over the five and a half years how important healthy dialogue is and and a good way to start it is when that happened i felt this yes or when you said this this is how i was feeling on the inside right then that is healthy communication, correct? Exactly. That is very healthy communication, but yeah. low self-esteem. We don't have healthy communication because we do not want to do anything that could jeopardize this relationship that makes me feel valuable or loved or special or you fill in the blank. Well, when people are dating somebody and they begin to, uh, you know, this is really going well, they their natural inclination in this day and age is to get on Facebook and declare themselves in a relationship, right? Oh, if you're Facebook official, right? Yes, they do. What's the problem with that? Well, there's a lot of problems with that. <laughs> I know. I just, I'm we can make to a show the, on the problems with that. I'm just trying that. to be devil's advocate. Come I on, know what's you wrong are. With so, that? relationships. First of all, there's a privacy factor to relationships, and you know that whole Facebook official. That's just for getting people's attention and their opinions. Oh, really? And, Who is he? What's his right, name? You know. Do you, well, tell me about it. Yeah. 
right? You've invited essentially all these people into your relationship. And you've given them power and a judgment and opinion and a say. And that's not healthy. Like when you know who you are, when you're secure in who you are, you're that goes back to that self-esteem of needing that validation from everyone out there. Right. Exactly. You don't need that. You are confident. You know, you tell the people that are close to you, but you don't have to make this broad announcement. And I know some people I follow, oh, my gosh, and in a few months, they could have had been in Facebook official relationships five or six times. And I just want to be like, you just need a it's complicated button because it's like revolving door. Right. Yes. But they do it to get attention, I think, right? And to feel better about themselves. That's Mm -hmm. what we're saying. And these are people with low self-esteem. So uh, people that have low self-esteem tend to also have difficulties, well, with communication. Right. And then they expect their partner to read their mind or just magically know what they feel, what they need, what they want. Well, they also want the relationship to develop very, very quickly, right? Yes, they do want the relationship to develop. And so they they push it, push it, push it. And uh, they want overnights quickly, sex quickly, because it validates their self-esteem, correct? Correct. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, And and if they have kids, they want them to meet their kids right away. Oh, yes. What's the problem with that? Well, when you value, when I know I have value and I value my children, I want to protect my children. So I'm not going to keep introducing these new people in and out of their lives. I'm going to wait till I have somebody, first of all, that I know should be around my children. Somebody that I should, have. Oh, oh wait, whoa, whoa. Question right there. I'm going to stop you. Okay. Should you do background checks on the people you date? I would. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Especially yes. when there's children involved. Yes. You need to know that this person is safe from what you know right. to have around your children because there's so many things that could happen there. And when it's a total stranger, somebody's just moved here, somebody that nobody in your circle knows, you're just asking for trouble. You know, it really does, you know, and there are so many people, oh, they don't have any friends. Oh, all their family's gone or they don't oh, talk yeah, they to don't them. Talk to th- this is a red flag. Those we did Red Flag huge. Blindness. That's a good series we did last year, Red Flag Blindness. And this is one of them. If the person you're dating does not talk to his children right. or her children, they do not have friends that you can get That they've had with. for long periods right. of time. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that is that they're not grounded. They don't have roots. And that tells me that there's there's an unhealthiness. Yes. Um, because healthy people have these long-lasting relationships. And even when they have these conflicts, they work towards, they still have other relationships. So even if one relationship, they weren't talking to this one person, there would be a lot of other contacts in their life. Well, yeah. So that's a red flag, it's people. Huge. Uh, let's go back to this point we made a minute ago because we I want to over I want to develop this a little bit more. Individuals with low self-esteem want relationships to develop quickly. Yes. Why? Because I want I, I, I want to, you know, have the hook. I want the security of you're going to be here forever. I want, you know, I need this. I need this relationship to develop quickly because I need that safety and security that comes with it. So they are quick to do all kinds of activities and relationships, but it's some kind, it gives them a security. It makes them feel well, sex, safe. Sex is one of those yes. that d- gives people that security. Sex is definitely one of them. They, that's an intimacy thing. So right. now, you know, we're intimate. So now we're more, you know, bonded together. Right. Spending all their free time together. Talk about that. Oh, my gosh. And we kind of hit that earlier in the show. So that's super unhealthy because one person is not meant to meet all of your needs, period. Right. They can't do it. And when you need to have time with the other people in your life, so friends, family, whatever, whoever else you have, and time by yourself. Right. So spending all your time together, that's a smothering thing. That's an unhealthy thing. What about the person who on the second, third, or fourth date says, oh, by the way, have you ever thought of being married again? Yeah, well, there's a difference between, you know, getting to know somebody and talking about maybe what some of their goals are and I'm thinking about this is where we are kind of thing. Right, yes. But a lot of people with low self-esteem want to talk about that very quickly. Oh, yes, they do want to talk about the M word. They yeah. call that one the M word, do by the way. Really? Oh, you know, see, they really I'll, do. I'm out of touch on him. <laughs> but not only that, you know, 
when we have low self-esteem, like we we have an idea of what we see our life looking like, especially with a romantic partner. Like we kind of have an idea. Do I really want to get married or do I just want to partner up with somebody? Do I want, you know, where am I going with this? And when we come across somebody that is has a different goal or isn't aligning with us on big things, we just want to try and convince them that they're wrong and they need to kind of believe the way we do. So we kind of push this relationship. And when they say, no, I don't ever want to get married again. I've been married however many times, whatever. And I don't want to do that again. Then they take that as rejection. Oh, yes. If they have low self-esteem, right? You do, because now it's personal. And it's not. That's just their goal for themselves. And, you know, and there's a lot of people who choose to remain single and they want to and they're happy with it. And that's okay. And maybe they want to date or have, you know, a relationship with someone, but there's still that huge separateness where they don't live together or do any of those things, but they have someone that they can meet up with a couple times a week and hang out with. Right. And that's, that's where they want to be. So, but the person with low self-esteem, what we're saying tonight is they, they go quickly to the marriage yes. deal. They go quickly to sex. They go quickly to, I want to spend more time with you. I want to see you every single day. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh, they go quickly to jealousy. They, they go do. quickly to meeting Making the kids. vacation plans together. Uh, yeah, like exactly. anything that's like tying them together, looking for anything that's kind of making this more permanent and trying to get roots on this relationship. And so well, they, that's the goal, right? To that's get the roots goal, to get roots on this relationship. So, yes. You want to explain that to somebody in our listeners may not understand what you just said getting roots well on a relationship. mature relationships you know as we develop trust and we get to know each other our relationships mature and as a relationships mature they take natural steps and those steps are bringing you know those first of all it's you know emotional intimacy is happening and then you know physical intimacy with sex and then bringing you know we bring them in to meet the people who are important to us and then you know we might move in together at some level or get married or get engaged whatever we're doing we're taking these steps that usually happens over several years as we get to know somebody in a healthy relationship but when we have low self-esteem, we kind of just like speed roll this zero to 60. And we want this like in two or three months or four months or right. this very fast time. So we're doing these things that established healthy couples right. will take. We just want that progression to, whoops, we're there, you know, kind of hyperdrive. Yeah. So and a vacation is one of those because now this gives me a security that oh, you're going to be around for till we go on this vacation. And then there's an intimacy about taking a vacation because now we are probably sharing a room. And, you know, right. so they're pushing that progression along. Exactly. Um, and then absolutely just the, the, the M word, the M word comes up a lot. And, and the communication is so important when you are, if you have a lot of low self-esteem, this has been my, I've observed this through the years, you tend to want to be reinforced all the time about how great you are. Yes. Uh, you want to I'll amplify on that? Because I've seen this in people that have come for counseling to me, and, you know, it's like, well, what what is he not doing that's upsetting you? Well, he never tells me how much he loves me, or he never tells me this or that, or how beautiful I am, or anything like that. Right. So when when we do not have that value in ourselves, when we cannot see our worth, when we cannot see our strengths, and then we have unhealthy self esteem, we are constantly relying on those words of others to words. give us value. Yes. So th- it's kind of like. Yeah, words. <laughs> so it's so when this happens to us, it's like taking a funnel, okay? And they're pouring their words are pouring in, but it's going down a funnel and draining out and it's constantly draining out. So there's never enough of this you're wonderful, you're great, you're smart, you're talented, you're a good cook, well, you're yeah, beautiful. Well, yeah, because it just, they, want, they have to have constant more and more. They have to have more and more, so it's just draining out because it's not right. coming from the source, which is within that one person. And it needs to come from and within. And so it's constant. They need this over and over, and they need it all the time, or else they do. They get depressed, they get yeah. angry, they're, you know, all kinds of stuff happens. Wow. Some of you, if you're listening, may think, wow, that was all crazy. But you know what? It's more common than you think. Oh, yes. I oh, mean, yes. right? Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. It is. It is. So when it comes to self-esteem, we've been hit, hinting on this all evening. 
and last two weeks about boundary setting. Let's mm-hmm. talk more about boundaries and what that can do to help safeguard a relationship. Sure. Um, you know, so our boundaries, let me just back up. We talked about this in the, I think, the first show, but when we know our value, when we know our strengths, when right. we know our worth, yes. when we know we can expect good, we believe we should expect good things for ourselves, then we want to protect that. Mm-hmm. So therefore, we develop boundaries to protect that. So, But if you don't feel good about yourself and don't feel that you have much to offer, then that low self-esteem. There's right? nothing to protect. Right. Therefore, right. you do not develop boundaries typically because there's there's no value to protect. Okay. You know, we protect what's valuable to us in the natural and in, in all kinds. Security you know, systems. Yeah, emotional. Absolutely. Keys, locking our cars, right? Mm-hmm. And emotionally, go back over that. I mean, it, let's emphasize this. This is extremely important because this should be, for a person per, perhaps who has identified in our last couple shows that they do have low self-esteem, there is a way to come out of this. Oh, yes. Oh, and yes. this boundary setting has a lot to do with it. So you yes. want to amplify on that, would you please, Dr. Angel? Sure. So when we have that healthy self-esteem, we want to protect Ourselves, So that means I am not going to allow people to talk bad to me or use words that are rude to me or I'm not going to, you know, I am going to protect what I value. So if I think like my strength is, you know, I'm a giving person, I am when people say, oh, you're selfish. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to protect that with boundaries. I'm going to not engage in those conversations with people who are just there to put me down or to be negative right. to me right. because I'm protecting what's valuable. Mm-hmm. And so that's really important. So those boundaries are definitely go hand in hand with our value and our self-esteem, just like they do in our house. You know, the bigger the house, the more security features you see on it. it. That's exactly right. So let's go back to the point of a person who has children, either young or young adults or whatever those might be, or grandchildren or whatever. If those are valuable to you, and the person that you are dating has such a low self-esteem that every time you go do something, babysit or do whatever, or hang out with your kids or take a phone call, they are threatened. What's wrong with that? That's completely unhealthy. It's and completely so unhealthy. It is completely unhealthy. And if you have a healthy boundary, if you have a healthy self-esteem and you know your kids have that value, you're not going to let somebody do that to you. You're going to say, hey, that's not how this is going to work. Like, we're going to have that discussion. Right. Because I know that value there. And so I'm not afraid to let you know where that line is and that you can't cross. But you're only having that discussion and only not afraid if you feel strongly about what you are protecting. Exactly. Right? Yes. And so the person who goes, well, I really want to be married, so I guess I'm going to have to give in on this point. Yes, they become like chameleons. They just, well, you know, when I have an unhealthy self-esteem and I need that person to make me feel valuable and wanted and loved and beautiful and I feel like I need this person to fulfill the rest of my life and I'm kind of desperate, I think is a word we've kind of skirted around here. Yeah, I think so, yeah. You will give up. Everything will give up. I mean, I've watched people give up their religion. I've watched people give up like oh, go, deep going values. To church, oh right. yes, I had a man recently say to me that he had quit coming to church for that reason. The partner didn't want him to to come to church. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so people will go to extremes they will and just do those things. Give right? everything up. They'll stop talking to other people. They'll whatever it is to make this person happy so that I can feel loved and valued and have this false security in this relationship that I think I need, but is going to become that prison to me because it's unhealthy. Right. The very thing, you know, one of the things I've noticed in, in counseling, especially with uh, relation, romantic relationships, usually the thing that um, attracts people together becomes the problem okay. down the line. Explain. For example, um, oh, they... You know, 
oh, they love spending time with me and that attracts them. Oh, it's always quality time. We're spending time. Well, three years down, all your time going to one person now has become smothering and you're ready. You know, the newness is worn off. It and can now be three months, not three years. It can be, whatever. <laughs> it can yeah. take whatever. Right. But now that becomes smothering. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's those things when we're unhealthy self-esteem that we, because right. we're using it to fill our voids. Remember? Okay, let's go talk about that that whole concept of, of voids. Let's talk about that. Okay. So those voids are those Explain parts. It, probably. Sure. So they're those parts inside of us that are we feel are missing, the things we need. So like we might need to have a partner, we might need to have, you know, a spouse, we might need to have someone that we feel protects us or provides for us or whatever. So we are looking to fill that void and we will compromise almost anything to do it. So it's a craving. It it's is. a uh, obsession. It can be. Obsession's a big word, but it, it's a driving force, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. To find that person that's going to meet that need, right? Absolutely. And you know, the time one is a big one because usually people with low self-esteem, they feel loved when people spend time with them. Mm-hmm. That makes them feel valued. And so, but because we talked about they're a funnel, there's never enough, you know, there's never, you can't fill it up because they're not healthy within themselves. And so, so a six hour date twice a week or going somewhere together, going, uh, you know, whatever, going to a movie, going to dinner, whatever it may be. Uh, for the person with low self-esteem, th- that only whets their appetite for more. They've got to. Exactly. They've got to have. Oh, I want to do that again tomorrow. Maybe not the same activity, but I, I want to see you tomorrow, and I want to see you tomorrow night, and I want to see you. Exactly. You and so when you're and, dating, yeah. like when you're starting a relationship, like that's a great flag right. to like kind of see where that person is. Like if I just went on my first date and you're like, oh, let's get together tomorrow. Like yeah, that that's not an appropriate response to a first date. Like we should have time between those dates because we're getting to know each other where, you know, we can't, but they connect like that. Like they'll spend the first five days together that they just met somebody mm-hmm. like completely. And so yeah. um, boundaries, that's the lack of boundaries. And so uh, boundaries. This is serious stuff though. Yes, it is very serious stuff. So when people struggle with boundaries and self-esteem, they can't say no. Right. So that's when they make all those compromises or they don't stand up for something they believe in or something that was important to them. They'll give it all up to have that person in their life. Um, They can't accept differences in others. When I have low self-esteem, I need everyone to think like me because that makes my thinking right. Oh, okay. Right. So this comes into play a lot with like, political parties um, oh yeah oh yes oh, yeah. i've seen this that's one that's been the big driving force the counseling these days i can't date anybody who doesn't share my political affiliation yeah that tells me you have low self-esteem because when someone has a healthy self-esteem then i know others can think different and it doesn't make my thoughts wrong exactly right well but if you are a driven to make sure everybody around you believes the same way politically or spiritually or whatever or whatever you fill in the blank what that is correct right then you're just setting yourself up for disappointment yes you are and problems right yes um people with poor boundaries um they don't allow other people their personal space oh yeah yeah explain that oh goodness so we all need personal space like you they'll they'll I've watched them follow people all the way to the bathroom door, like oh, just keep yeah. the conversation. Like they, people need personal space to do or, personal things, or they want to run errands by themselves. Where are you going? What are you going to do? Well, are you why are you meeting somebody? What I'm going to come with you. Let me yeah. come with you. Let why won't you let you. me come with you? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I know my personal time is my favorite time. So yeah. Ooh. Oh, I know. Ah, um, crazy. You know. Okay, so we we're winding down. We gotta we, we gotta have a cup another show at least one more, maybe two. Yes, on we this topic, um, and uh, it's a very important topic. And you know what, audience, this will help you. Maybe you say, "Well, I've got a healthy self esteem." Okay, well, it'll help you be more aware of those that want to have a relationship with you that don't have that exactly. healthy, really healthy self esteem, and therefore could cause you some major problems. Right, and if you can pick up these signals quick in a relationship, you know you 
because people with unhealthy self-esteem, you can start, you pick this stuff up really quickly when, and so you can avoid a lot of heartache and pain and right. wasted time and frustration right. by noticing these signs and dealing with it early on. Okay, so why don't you do a little summary, Dr. Uh, Angel, the PhD licensed mental health counselor. And before you do that, let me just say that you went into private practice over a year ago, well, about a year ago, not quite, I guess. Not quite. Last May, no. Last not May, quite. last May. Uh, how's it going, and how can they reach you for an appointment, and would they want to? <laughs> um, they can reach me. First of all, it's going great. It's been an amazing experience, and I love being in private practice. And they can reach me on my phone at 727-501-6557. You got that right. I just wanted you to know that. Though. I do know my phone number. I'm right. really proud of myself. Yeah. Um, and they can make an appointment if they feel like they're struggling with any of these areas or any other area. You know, we deal with, I work with children, teens, adults, couples, and families. So, so I, that's everybody. Yes. And the great thing is, is people get better fairly quickly. Even dogs. You even work with dogs. Yes, I did. Okay, I go do. ahead. But no, and you know, I'm strengths-based, and my goal is to help get people the tools they need to, to move forward in their life. Yeah. So uh, sliding scale pay, so you can call Dr. Angel at 727-501-6557. Now, do your little wrap-up, because you got about two and a half minutes. Two and a half minutes. So we actually covered a lot of ground tonight. We did. And which was good, because oh we needed to. Um, yeah. But... When we, I'm going to go back to the beginning, when we have low self-esteem, it we have unhealthy boundaries because those two go together, and then we experience relationships that are not satisfying. So if you're that person that you're in that relationship and you're like, this is not, I'm, I don't feel connected, or this is just, it's not good, we need a backup. So either A, you have the low self-esteem, or you have the bad boundaries, or you got yourself in a trap. So... When we have low self-esteem, we want to move through those relationships and our romantic ones and hyperspeed drive because we're just trying to get someone connected and rooted and grounded with us and tied to us as much as we can. You'll And so we are taking those steps before the relationship has developed and matured to grow those steps naturally. And so we are wanting to just hyperdrive it. We have really poor communication. We are not speaking our truth. We are accepting things we shouldn't accept and our boundaries are just non-existent or really lacking amen that's right you're right about all that thank you i appreciate <laughs> you validating that. all right you can uh go to uh youtube slash tan talk radio slash go yard and this series started on january 9th so you can find the date and listen to the ones you missed we have three in the bag now or in the can or whatever you want to call it and now next week no Next week, I'm going to be in Mexico, Dr. Angel. Yes, you are. Doing ministry work at our mission station there. I'm very excited. So we will do a rerun next week. And then two weeks from tonight, we'll do part four. So y'all have a great week. This has been Dr. Angel and Mama Matt going to Mexico. See ya. Good night. WTAN, Clearwater, FM 106.1, WDCF, Dade City, FM 102.3, WZHR, Zephyr Hills, FM 104.3. Listen.